Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. For today's episode, I want to talk about how to keep track of everything when you are writing a book series. I am currently working on the edits of Being Good, which is book five in my Polyamorous Passions new adult romance series. So today's topic is one I've been thinking about a lot lately. I love writing a book series rather than standalone novels. Writing a series is a wonderful opportunity to learn more about the world you've built, to dive deep into character arcs, and to touch on themes and explore how people change over time. You can also leave Easter eggs for readers from one book to the next so that they can remember something that they had read about a couple of books ago, or then they can get excited about something that will come up in a future book. And I love doing that. I love leaving Easter eggs. It's so much fun. And the other fun thing is that the way that I've written each of my books in this series, they technically can be read as standalones, so that way a new reader can pick up the series at any stage along the way. All of my books are written in the third-person point of view, but the main character does change every few books. Polyamorous Passions follows the lives of three best friends, so books one to three follow one main character, Books four to six follow the second main character, and books seven to nine follow, are going to follow the third best friend. What this means is that many of the characters in this series cross over from one book to the next, but they are portrayed in slightly different ways depending on which main character's perspective we have as our lens for reading the story. And that's a lot to keep track of, right? That's, that's a lot of different things going on to keep track of while I'm writing this series. In the last year since I started writing these books, I've had to figure out a good system for ensuring nothing slips through the cracks and to make sure everything stays consistent from one book to the next while also allowing room for character development. I'm going to share with you my methods for doing just that in this episode of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. As a sidebar, if you are curious about learning more and reading my books, you can search Polyamorous Passions or Sagan Morrow on Amazon, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, etc. Or you can visit saganmorrow.com books, which has all the links to my novels. I will include the link in the show notes of this episode as well. Okay, so how do I go about keeping track of everything while I'm writing my book series? And how can you apply these strategies to your own book writing experience? This is the simple three-step process that works well as a system for writing a book series. Step number one, create a character Bible for yourself and add to it as you continue writing the story. This is something you might remember me talking about in episode 15, which shared tips for editing your books. My character Bible is currently in a simple Google Doc, and it includes details such as the character's career and hobbies, their age at the beginning of the books, physical appearance, and their living situation and relationships with family members. I also include a strengths and weaknesses section in terms of their character flaws and what aspects of their personality are most appealing to people. And then there's always a random notes section of the character Bible, which includes details that are mentioned only casually from one book to the next, but I still want to keep track of. So those are things like their favorite flower or whether they can drink coffee after noon <laughs> and that kind of thing. 
Now, this Google Doc is starting to get unwieldy as I write more books, as I add more characters. So I think I'm going to have to set aside time to rework it into a proper database. But in the meantime, the Google Doc does the trick well enough, so it's certainly a good starting point for you. And as I revise this system of the character Bible, if I do end up turning it into a comprehensive database, then I will, of course, talk about that um, in a future episode. I will let you know how it goes. I will keep you posted. <laughs> All right, step number two for keeping track of everything when you are writing a book series. Create a style guide for your book series. Again, this is something I mentioned in episode 15 of our Indie Author Weekly podcast, but it bears repeating because a style guide is an absolute must for managing a book series. It includes the basics of how you prefer to write your stories and if there are certain word variations you prefer over others. Do you use toward or towards, for example, right? Do you like to have the S on the end of that word or not? And do you have a particular dictionary you refer, you refer to when in doubt? because different dictionaries are going to show different things. Are there some types of punctuation that you use more than others? Do you maybe decide that you never want to use semicolons in your novels? That's a totally a per personal preference, right? So having all of these details is, uh, is important to include in your style guide. A series style guide really makes your life easier and improves consistency between your books. It will be especially helpful if you take long breaks between writing each book, because then all of those kinds of details won't be as fresh in your mind, right? If you've, if you've gone for a long period of time between writing one book to the next, then you won't just have all of these in the top of your head. So having a style guide really gets all of those um, types of things out of your head and onto paper so that you can focus your creative energies and your brain space on actually writing your story rather than keeping track of all of these little details that are very important, but they don't need to be taking up space in your brain. Okay, step number three for keeping track of everything when you are writing a book series, reread books you've already published in the series. So for example, when I started writing book five, I skimmed through books one to four so that I would be reminded of character voices and subplots and side characters. Then, after finishing the complete draft of book five, I reread books one to four more thoroughly before doing a big proofread of book five. So by doing this, like this type of um, method could really make sure that for me that the story flows well from one book to the next and it also makes sure that everything is consistent throughout each book so i was really reading it this most recent time from that perspective of if a reader was starting my series from scratch from books one to five how would how would that experience be for them right does everything make sense is everything flowing very organically is everything consistent um, does it all come along very smoothly so rereading previously published books in the series twice for each new book I'm writing, right? Once at the beginning of writing the new book and once while I'm doing the edits of the finished draft of the new book. This is something I encourage you to do if you are also writing a book series or anytime you are writing books which have crossovers or somehow exist in the same world. Those are the three steps I strongly recommend you take if you are writing a book series. So that was um, create both a character Bible and a style guide, and then actually use them on an ongoing basis and keep adding to them as needed, right? There's no point in creating these um, wonderful resources if you're not going to use them. 
And also that third step was to make a, make a point of rereading your published books regularly so everything is fresh in your mind. If you are considering writing a book series, then there are a few more details you might want to think about which could help make a big difference for making your life easier and for ensuring consistency between books. I have five tips here that can help you out when you are writing a book series. Tip number one, use the same book designer for all of your books. If you hire someone to format or edit your books too, then it's also a good idea to have the same person do each of those types of things for each book. Having the same designer and editor from one book to the next will make your books much more cohesive. Plus, that designer or editor will be much more familiar with your book over time, which is also really handy because they might be able to catch issues or suggest ideas that you had not considered yourself. Tip number two for writing a book series. Use the same cover models or the same style of book cover for each of your books. This was an interesting lesson I learned, um, and I shared about it in episode 14 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast, when we discussed our strengths and weaknesses as writers. Now, in my case, because my main character changes from the first three books to the middle three books to the last three books within my nine book series, I decided to use the same models for the book covers of each trilogy within the series. But I still use the same layout of the book cover with the way that the author name is placed, the colors and the font used for the book titles, and that type of thing. So if you want to have a visual of what I'm talking about here, you can check out the covers of my books that are published to date at saganmorrow.com books. The idea here with using the same cover models or the same style of book cover is that you are ensuring readers will be able to see right away that the books are all part of the same series and that they share a common thread. Tip number three for writing a book series. Write a basic overview of each book at the beginning of your journey with writing the series. It's helpful if you have some kind of an idea where you are going with your series. Even a couple of sentences detailing the main plot points will help you to have something to work toward as you are writing the story. When you do this, you can start to foreshadow upcoming plot points in an earlier book, and you can also plan ahead to lay the foundation or the groundwork for future character details and story development. Tip number four for writing a book series. Figure out the rough timeline between books. I am very vague with the time of year in my books as a general rule. For the reader, it might not always be clear whether days, weeks, or months have passed between chapters or between books, or even necessarily what season it is. To me, I think that's kind of irrelevant for the reader to know if it's July 16th or not, or if the time that's passed is 27 days compared to 5 weeks. For the books that I write, that type of thing doesn't matter too much. But... That being said, it makes it easier on you as a writer if you understand roughly how much time has passed or what time of year it is. While I was editing book five, I realized that I had initially set the wedding to take place in late summer, which didn't actually make any sense at all given the approximate time frames that I'd used in previous books. I made a few quick changes here and there to book five so that the time of year is somewhat more reflected now that the wedding takes place around October or November. You can avoid this kind of silly mistake yourself by keeping track of time passing between each book in your series. So just have it in a document, make note of that. 
Again, it might not be that big of a deal, but sometimes the weather can come into play or the way characters um, dress or the comments that they make might be affected by seasonal changes, so you will want to know what that timeline is like. The other thing about knowing your timelines between books is that if your characters um, are aging, right? So in my case, it ends up being around a year and a half in total from the beginning of book one to the end of book five. And during that time, the main characters all quietly turn 30. Besides the fact that my stories are in the genre of new adult, it doesn't really matter about their exact age, but it's good for me to be aware of that so I don't have to, so I don't um, choose to write one of them having a big milestone birthday in a future book, for example, right? Because in, in my mind, in, in my notes, they already have turned 30, so it would make things inconsistent if I had them turning 30 in a later, in a later book. So knowing the timelines over the course of a single book and also between your books is good for you as the author to be aware of on an internal level so that you don't make those types of mistakes and, and errors. Tip number five for writing a book series. Decide if you want some characters or subplots to show up again in the future. There are some characters whose stories I think would be really interested, interesting to learn more about although they just haven't quite fit into the continuation of the story just yet. You know, they made an appearance in a few scenes, and I think they're kind of interesting, but they just, they don't fit into the main, uh, the main plot, so I haven't really had a way to bring them back into the fold. So what I'm thinking about doing is that I'm likely going to write a collection of short stories at some point, featuring all of the side characters in my series so that they will each get their own spotlight. I think that that would be a lot of fun and a good opportunity to reconnect with these characters. So that's probably something I will write and publish after I finish the entire book series. But you can also take these types of situations and run with them. While you are doing your rereads of previous books, make note of any characters or subplots that you would like to expand on. One of the fun things about writing a series is that some aspects of the story can unfold much more slowly over the course of multiple books, so you have a lot of opportunity to really lay the groundwork for future books to come. You don't have to rush everything and squeeze it all into the course of a single book or even a few books. And sometimes, when you are writing a scene, you might find yourself thinking, hmm, I don't know what to do about this just now, but it feels like a good opportunity to show character backstory, develop a relationship, so I want to still include this scene, and I might be able to explore this detail further in a future book. This type of thing happens a lot for me, and it's really a case of trusting yourself as the author to know your story, to know your characters well enough to let some parts of it happen very organically. To recap, here are my five tips for you if you are thinking about writing a book series. One, use the same book designer or editor for every book. Two, be consistent with your book covers. Three, Figure out the main plot of each book at the beginning of writing the series. Four, pay attention to timelines between books. And five, unfold subplots across multiple books and consider following up with previous characters later on in the story. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you are a reader, do you enjoy reading book series or do you prefer reading standalone novels? And if you are an author, 
will you use these tips for writing your own book series? Feel free to connect with me at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on iTunes. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit truly counts. I really appreciate your support. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of the books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com audio. So hop over there to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.